friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. Llewellyn, question for you. Okay. How are your workouts going? <laughs> <laughs> what workouts? Ah, <laughs> uh, friends, I think we have fallen off the wagon. You think? I know. I have not worked out in like two and a half weeks. Is that what it's been? Two weeks? Something like that. We were going really strong there. Yeah. But we hit it a little too hard, I think. For going from like nothing to something. Yeah, for sure. And so here we find ourselves sitting on the couch watching Parks and Rec until I go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Can you believe we're on episode 20? No. Like, how how is it possible that we're almost done with season four? It's, we have, we have just been, like, pumping them out. We're so awesome. I'm really proud of us and our ability to keep on keeping on yeah for sure yeah um well we don't have life updates because we're still in the middle of the month and we're not done yet so let's keep moving on with the episode recap yes so this week we watched season four episode 20 titled The One with All the Wedding Dresses. Teleplay Mm. by Michael Curtis and Gregory S. Mallins. Story by Adam Chase. Directed by Gail Mancuso. And originally aired on April 16th, 1998. Distraught over Ross's engagement, Rachel takes Joshua aside and suggests they also get married. And Chandler forces Joey to go to a sleep clinic to stop his loud snoring. This one does not go well for Rachel. <laughs> uh, nope. Um, all right, let's get into it. So in the soft open, we pan into Joey's room. He is snoring rather loudly. Chandler comes in super annoyed, repeating, Joey, 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 to try and wake him. But Joey just keeps repeating it to himself while he's sleeping. He, like, does this little, like, crescendo finish, which weirds Chandler out. But it seems like he stopped snoring, so Chandler goes to leave. And then he starts snoring again. So Chandler slams the door. Um, and then when Joey obviously startles awake, he says, oh, did I wake you? <laughs> and that is a soft open. Anything on that? Um, I just thought it was interesting that we started this episode and the last episode in the same room. I did not notice that. Yeah, the last one was with, because the last episode was when the girls still lived there, and it opened with the mornings here guy. Oh, and it's just nice. funny because like I feel like we don't see Joey's room all that often. Yeah. So the idea that we opened up in that room twice in a row was like mm-hmm. kind of interesting. But that's it. Wow, good call. Good call. All right. Um, In the main part of the episode, we are in the cafe, and Chandler walks up to the counter to ask Gunther for another cup of coffee. 
He begins to small talk with him for a little bit. And I was kind of excited because we don't hear like a lot from Gunther and like who he is and what he does. So when Gunther replies with like, you don't have to fill the void with small talk. Chandler's like, okay, great. Thanks. And then walks away. (laughs) Um, And I was kind of, but I was kind of bummed that we didn't get to hear Gunther. Yeah. So Chandler walks over to the couch and Monica's sort of like, man, four cuffs. He's like, yeah, I'm tired. And Chandler thinks his problem's so bad that he needs to like recommend Joey to a sleep clinic, but he doesn't think he has the problem. He thinks Chandler's the one that has the problem. And then Monica starts to explain her own snoring story, which Joey takes very much the wrong way midway. Um, in like a gross way. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's like, oh yeah. And you're like, ew, Joey, stop. (laughs) Um, Monica finishes her story with the fact that no, he simply like, he rolled me over and that's pretty much that scene except for Joey you know, Chandler says, well, I'm going to roll you over. He's like, you got to do what you got to do. I'm going to do what I got to do. Got to do what you got to do. Like, he's just very nonchalant about it, I guess. So funny, a fact about that line that Joey mm-hmm. says. He says, I've got to do what I've got to do. You've got to do what you've got to do. Apparently, yeah. it's a famous line from the movie Heat, which came out in 1995. So shortly before this episode came out. So that when he said that line... He was referring to that movie. Okay. That is nice because he did have like a little bit of an accent. Yeah. Uh, Al Pacino is in that movie. So that's probably what he was trying to, you know, perfect. Also, um, Chandler's tie was bacon and eggs. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, I didn't. (laughs) At first I thought it was flowers and I was like, that seems odd. And then I kind of stared at it longer and I was like, no, that's bacon and eggs, which makes sense for Chandler. Nice. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, so Ross joins the group and Joey like starts humming the wedding song because he's arrived, which Phoebe misinterprets as the Olympic song. Right. Um, which was, you know, really cool. She's ah, oh, the Olympics. <laughs> Very like passively. Uh, and Monica is asking, like, do you guys have a wedding date yet? And, you know, no wedding date, but he's really there to look for Rachel, um, who we are informed is upstairs not doing the dishes. Right. To which Monica thinks she's going to try and, like, hold her ground and not go do them. But then after she starts describing what happens when dishes sit too long, she's like, yeah, I'm going to do it when I get back. Yeah. Um, she like hates herself for it, but also like someone's got to do it at some point. Like someone just has to do it. Do you have any bad roommate stories like that? Where you're like, you were always the one that took out the trash or like they did their dishes too, you know? Um, I mean, I've probably had roommates like that. I try not to remember those. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very much like Monica. I'm the same way. Like I hate dishes in the sink. Like I'm the Mm. type of person that I don't go to bed until the dishes are done. Because that's just, that's how my mom has always been. So that's how I was kind of raised. Um, okay. So if the dishes, like, I don't mind if they're drying, like, in the drying rack. But they have to be clean. Like, I can't have a dirty sink when I wake up. Um, mm. So anytime I have roommates that don't do that, it just kind of gets on my nerves. But I also have had roommates enough to know that, like, as long as they're getting done in a decent manner, like, 
it's fine. Yeah. That's kind of what I do. Me and my roommate, though, like, I think I would let them go a little bit longer, whereas she... No, sometimes she leaves them overnight if they have to soak. So I think we've got a good cadence. Like, usually within 24 hours, they're taken care of. Yeah. Like, like if I don't take care of it that night, I'm getting it out of the sink in the morning before I go to work. Or if I leave it in the sink before I go to work, I'm picking it up at night when I get home. And she's pretty much the same, so. Uh, now, Ross tells the group that Emily found a dress in London, but it couldn't fit. Like, it wouldn't fit her. But he found out that there's one in a store here in New York where, obviously, they live. And he was like, you know, so, Mon, I'm wondering, like, I'm the groom. I can't see it before the wedding. And she's like, I'll take care of it for you. Um, Which is really sweet. And then Chandler starts, like, listing off the things that she's, like, having him do for her. And then he does his famous, whoppa! <laughs> and Joey Ross is like, "What was that?" And he's like, "You know, whoppa, whipped." You know, explaining it. And Joey's like, "No, it's," whoosh. and he's like, "That's what I did." And so there's this like huge. They're like really mad at Chandler, but Joey the most. He's like, "You can't do anything right." Um, he's really mad at Chandler for being so bad at it. I feel like this was. A bigger event in the friend's history than what it really was. I didn't realize, like, that's it. Like, that's the last time it's addressed. I know. It's so, like, when he did it, I was like, I didn't realize that was this moment. This happened. Yeah. And it's so Chandler. It is. And I think we, because I've used it in, like, memes, like, sending to people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Now, upstairs in the girls' apartment, Rachel is leafing through a magazine with the gloves on and hears someone sort of coming, like, through the hallway. And so she just she jolts up and pretends to be doing the dishes. She finds out it's raw, so she kind of drops the facade. Um, but also sort of is like, yeah, I was going to take a break anyways. So he has come to talk about asking how she is after the whole Emily thing with the announcement of their engagement which is such a weird dynamic like the guy that you're sort of on and off again with had feelings for ended in a really weird place for like him to be asking is like it's the worst and yet she is sort of like trying to maintain some power dynamic in the relationship so she's like I'm fine like I'm doing great like I, you know, I was surprised that it happened that fast, but, like, I'm great. And she is okay until Ross gives her a big old hug and starts to say, like, I know someday this will happen for you, too. Like, you're great. It's literally the equivalent of, like, married women talking about the gift of singleness to (laughs) single people. Like, it's Uh, so condescending. It's not encouraging at all. And, and so she kind of, like, has to, like, honestly, she takes it just like you'd expect. Like, she's like, hey, you remember this guy named Joshua, maybe? Like, alert, we're still dating. Like, we're on the same level. Like, we're pretty much equal with you. Like, we're just here with each other. 
And Ross didn't think it was that serious because it was only four dates and, like, he's one to talk. They've been dating for, like, six weeks. Like, (laughs) no right. So she is sort of upselling it, though, to in order to keep this I'm 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 more okay than you dynamic. Um, But before he leaves, he's like, you know what would make me so happy if we could, like, go on a double date. And they agree to it. And then right as he's leaving, she murmurs under her breath about, you know, kind of reiterating what he had said and then sending over like a snappy, like retort back, I guess. And then he hears, he returns. She pretends she's singing. It's a thing. We pick up with Monica and Phoebe in the next scene. Um, They're picking up the dress. Monica and Phoebe are together and the lady calls her Mrs. whatever Emily's last name is, Roscoe or something. I forget what her last name is. I don't care. Um, calls her like Miss, Miss whatever. And she's like, would you like to try on a dress? And they both sort of like giggle because they realize the misunderstanding. And then Monica's like face changes and she gets like a little manic. And she's like, okay. <laughs> well, it's so funny how she went from like one person and then all of a sudden just became this totally new person. Yeah. It was creepy. Yeah. And it was it was so perfect. So it cuts really quick to her in the dress. The headdress is horrible. Well, dresses have come a long way. They really have. They really have. Yeah. The, I keep forgetting. This is like the mid to mid late 90s. Yeah. It's like late 90s, I guess, at this point. Yep. Um, but it's horrible. And Phoebe's like crying. She's like, you're such a beautiful bride. <laughs> and they're just having their moment. Now we kind of we go back and forth in these next couple scenes where I only have like several notes for each of them. So we go back to the guy's place. Joey's snoring again. Chandler's still annoyed. He like goes to roll him over and Joey is sleeping naked. So he gets like assaulted by the visuals of yeah. Joey's junk. Anything on that? Nope. Okay. Across the hall back in the girl's place, Monica is doing the dishes that Rachel was supposed to have finished. And she's so angry about it. She's like, yeah. does she use the cups? Yes, she does. Does she use the plates? Yep, she does. Like, sounds like what I would be doing if if I get to the point where I'm that frustrated with, like, someone else not doing their, like, their part. Yeah. Like, I would just talk to myself as if I'm addressing them just to keep me sane. Yep. Um... Now, she's angry about it, and then she gets a little flutter of an idea. She spots the dress, and we cut to her doing the dishes in the dress and sort of role-playing as if, like, she's being congratulated on her marriage. And then we hear a knock on the door. And she's like, it's funny that the said person doesn't just walk in. So true. Like, don't they always just all walk in? (laughs) Unless Monica had locked the door because she was wearing Mm. the dress. Yeah, that's a great thought. She was probably feeling a little shame about it. And she's like, some, like, people can't just come walk in. Yeah. Or else I'm going to be caught. So she knows what she's doing is, is wrong. (laughs) And she like is trying to get the dress off real quick she's like hold on a minute and it's phoebe we find out and she's like very adamant about monica letting her in right now so in this moment i love to think of the idea that both of them individually 
before they know what the other is doing. So like Phoebe on the outside of the door and Monica inside. They're both embarrassed and ashamed about what they're doing separately. So Phoebe is probably like, let me in before one of the guys comes home or like someone sees me in this hallway. Like I'm embarrassed. Monica is doing dishes in another woman's wedding dress. Like it's a miracle she didn't get any soap on it. Like we know soap is blue, like some of it, you know. Um, and but she is like the zipper stuck, so she has to go to the door and open it without like with having the dress on. And then Phoebe walks in the door, fully dressed, also wearing a wedding dress, and it's perfect. They are both equally known and accepted as they are in this moment. Yes, <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> now, across the across the hallway again, again we like ping pong back and forth a little bit. Um. Or wait, are they going to the sleep clinic? No, we're back at the apartment first. Okay. And they're mentioning the sleep clinic, right? Yes. They're like talking about it. He's like, I have to. Oh, yeah. He's in the chair. He's like, I have to stay up all night. It's 6 p.m. Like the night hasn't even started and he's already annoyed. Now, Rachel comes in. Which is funny that she wouldn't automatically go over to Monica's, but. If, if we think the timelines are even, then, like, Monica and Phoebe are over there right now, if that's really, like, what's lined up. Right. So Rachel sort of walks into the guy's place right into the fridge, which is just kind of funny. Like, wouldn't she just go across and go home? Um, but obviously for the storyline's sake. And the guys are like, hey, we heard you're going on a double date. We're so – they're, like, so supportive that she's, you know, handling it, which she wholeheartedly disagrees with. <laughs> she's like, I'm not really handling it, in essence. She's essentially trying to call a bluff on their marriage. Um, they got married, like, or they're, they met too quickly. They're going to be engaged for, like, what, a year? One of them's going to figure out that they jumped into this way too quickly, and then they're going to call it off. She's like, you're going to be dancing at my wedding before you dance at theirs. And then Chandler says he doesn't dance at weddings, and we get the very first Chandler dance. Yes, which I have a fact about. Yes. I love this dance, by the way. Me too. Um... So he does this little dance in this episode and some doesn't Joey or somebody say like it's unattractive to women? I think Chandler says that. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so they, they make that comment and then later on in Friends, the 100th episode, so shortly after this one, Chandler mm-hmm. does the same dance again and Monica tells him to stop proving his earlier point. Mm, nice. Oh, such a great dance. Also, super quick, like, side thing. Yeah. How have I never noticed that the boy's oven has four compartments? What? I don't know if you noticed it, but the next time you watch, if if they show, like, their kitchen, it's like, I can't even describe it. It's like four little compartments, and I'm assuming it's an oven, or I've never noticed it before, and I feel like I've watched this show a lot, so I'm like... Did that change? I couldn't find anything about it, but hmm. It was, I don't know. So if any friend out there has any idea, if you're watching this episode, the part where they're doing, he does this little dance, you can see the stove. And I don't understand what's happening in the oven area. Interesting. I do know that like old ovens used to have more compartments for like warming and things but i didn't realize that that was still a thing in the 90s yeah but it's like i would expect because i've seen those that have like the broil drawer at the bottom or whatever um 
but this was like four different and like they were side by side it was so weird Mm -hmm. yeah interesting yeah uh yes okay so zooming back into the characters then Chandler's dancing and Ross happens to walk in at the same time that he's dancing and you know he kind of like does a funny little comedic like turn and they're like what's up so Ross is like hey what are you guys doing four weeks from now and they're like nothing nothing and then Joey checks his and it's not his it's hilarious um but they're all doing nothing and he announces Emily and I are getting married in four weeks and all of a sudden, everything that Rachel thought she was calling a bluff on has now started to materialize. And they've set a date to it. Obviously, it becomes more real. They are excited. She feigns excitement. And um, yeah, they pretty much like lock that in stone. So did you see the Magna Doodle on this part? I did, but I was leaving it for you. Yeah. So it says poop with an exclamation point. When Ross first walks in, we see that, and then it pans to the friends, and then it pans back mm-hmm. to him. So, like, literally nobody had time to change it. All of a right. sudden, it says, get out. Okay, what's really funny about this is I didn't see the poop one. I saw the get get out one for sure. Oh, really? Like, that's the one I thought you were bringing up. Yeah, so way to point that out. I didn't realize yeah. it changed so fast. It said, because I went to write it down, because when the guys, when it was just Chandler and Joey and Rachel had first walked in... She had the mm-hmm. fridge open. You could see it because it's right there above the fridge. Um, wow. And it said poop. And then when Ross first, wa- first walked in, it still said that. But when it panned back to him, it said get out. I was like, oh, that okay. These were obviously mm-hmm. shot at two different times. Get out is such an interesting one in the context of like what's happening in this yeah. episode. Because it doesn't really give great context into any of the storylines. Like with a sleep clinic, with Ross. You know, like it just doesn't really make sense, but that's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Rachel takes this news, let's just say poorly. <laughs> that's a nice way of putting it. And we can presume that she calls up Joshua. She goes downstairs to the cafe, which is where we catch up with her. And Josh is meeting Rachel there. And... She's sort of, again, I'm going to use this word, like, manic again. She's, like, really happy and just so good about where they're at. And you can obviously tell she is so insecure about Ross and Emily's date that she starts to push Josh in the direction of taking the next step in their relationship, which is, like, we should get married. Now, before she said that, I was like, wait, does she ask him to move in with her? Because I was trying to think, like, what would the next logical jump be, even at the short amount of time that they've been dating? And I was like, she probably asked him to move in. I forgot that she asks him to, like, let's get married. Yeah. And even Gunther knows that it's a solid no. Um, But what's funny is, like, Gunther was not pleased with the answer. He's like, you're an idiot. (laughs) Because, of course, he would marry Rachel in a heartbeat. Well, it's funny because I, I like Josh's response. He's like, I'm thinking no, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some sort of steadiness to this conversation. <laughs> mm, okay. So Chandler wins out this argument and we find Joey and Chandler at the sleep clinic. So he has won out. 
Now, Joey's checking into the study, but he's falling asleep sort of at the same time. And Chandler sees this really pretty girl, and he starts making moves. And we find out that she's in because she's a sleep talker. And Joey's, like, trying to hit on her from across the room. It's just, like, a funny, quick situation. Yeah. Um... Back up, back over at the girls' place. They, it's it's Mon and, and Phoebe. They are still in their dresses and they're practice bouquet tossing. And they at one point sort of like realize what they're doing. Like they start to second guess. Like this is dumb. And, and Phoebe's like, at least you didn't have to get it from a place called It's Not Too Late Rental, <laughs> um, which is so sad that it's uh, called that. Yeah. And it just shows, like, the stigma of, like, all the messaging around, like, if you're not married by your 30, like, by 30, like, you're just falling behind, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, all these subliminal messages. Um, they kind of determine, though, as they're doing it, that, like, let's just try again. And so they kind of encourage themselves back into their practice bouquet tossing. Anything about that? It's so quick. Um, there's like one continuity thing. So when Phoebe shows up to Monica's apartment earlier wearing the wedding dress, she's wearing a veil with a tiara on top of her head and her hair is down. Mm-hmm. But then a little bit later in this part where they're pretending to catch the bouquet, Phoebe's hair is up and the veil is on the back of her head with no tiara. Oh. So, I mean, good catch. if time has gone by, maybe she got hot, put her hair up. And took the tiara off, but also I'm like, if this is all happening within, like, the same span of time, I wouldn't think she would have redone her hair. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, downstairs in the cafe, Monica and Phoebe have headed down there, and they have some post-wedding dress blues, Um, and they try and, like, encourage themselves, like out of it but then monica goes across her legs and we find out that she is still wearing the garter that goes (laughs) with the dress which i don't even think comes with dresses you have to like buy them separately yeah probably um so it's just funny that she's wearing something like that that's not hers chandler comes in um to inform them that joey is staying and that a girl agreed to go on a date with him and Chandler's sort of bragging about how much better he is than Joey and that she, like, in the way that, like, she picked him. Um, but the girls sort of disbelieve it to the point that he decides that the lie isn't even worth it and he just fesses up immediately that he was, like, passed out and that's right. why she chose him. Now, Joey comes in with a mouth guard in to help the snoring and the friend's kind of point out to him hey you don't have to wear that all the time he's like i know just tastes good which is so untrue those things do not taste good (laughs) i only have one of the like small clear clear one like retainers after like having had braces um but i never had one of those big have you had one of those big night guard ones um well i have one right now that i sleep with but mine does not look like that that one that he was wearing covered both his top and bottom mine just literally yeah fits on the top well because mine's not for snoring mine's for teeth grinding um oh so it just fits on the top so that way if i'm grinding my jaw i don't ruin my teeth right but it's not like it doesn't 
taste good by any means unless you were to I don't know clean it with toothpaste right yeah 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 that's strange yeah um now in the last scene in this main part of the episode once again Monica and Phoebe are on the move they go back up to Monica's apartment they're packing up the dress while Rachel gets off the phone with Joshua trying to explain you know the conversation and they're like how did he take it and they're like well his voicemail was very understanding like (laughs) we find out she didn't actually reach him but she tried and rachel finally lets down her wall a little bit and confesses that she isn't okay to her friends which i think is great like that's what your friends are for like this is the conversation she should have been having like from the beginning like it wasn't ross's place to really ask that you're not gonna get anywhere truthful because you're trying to prove that you didn't love as much and so you're trying to keep the power dynamic and so this is this is like an honestly like good moment um you know they're talking about like how they were on again off again on again off again and how she just sort of figured they would be on again in the future like the fact that it's gone is sort of just catching up with her and at this moment ross comes in and Monica quickly, like, pitches the dress into her room. He confirms that he has a reservation for the double date. Um, and Rachel informs him that she would be third wheeling it. Only make it for three. Josh isn't going to be there. Um, and Russ is really, like, sympathetic. And Rachel sort of was like, you know, things don't work out like you thought they would. Um, which is obviously very sentimental in the idea of them. Um, it's kind of had this double meaning as she said it. And Russ is actually really sweet here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's very kind about it, very sympathetic. And then he leaves, giving her the space to sort of make her sad face and then fold, fold right down into Phoebe's lap. To which Phoebe responds with, after Monica hops on the couch with her, you know what would cheer you up? And then all of a sudden it cuts to the three of them in wedding dresses, drinking beers, and eating popcorn in front of the television. Yep. It is perfect. Yes. It is perfect right up until the doorbell rings, and... Like, Monica says, she's like, oh, yeah, Chandler said that he'd be stopping by for candles for his date. And so they're all like, oh, we have to change. But Rachel's like, honestly, like, it's just Chandler. Like, whatever. Well, she made the comment. It's not like any of us are going to marry Chandler. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on you. Joke's on you. Um, so she, oh yeah, cause Phoebe's like, no, a, a groom can't see the bride before the wedding. She's like, well, cause that's irrelevant. Like for us. Right. Um, so because it's Chandler, she just sort of decides to open the door. Like she's going to go ahead and go for it. And she opens the door saying, I do. And who is it? It's Joshua. But Joshua, the worst timing and the most cringy moment. Cause you're like, oh like the misunderstanding so she says he goes yeah well or no 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 he he like shakes his head pretty much and is out of there and she goes yeah well that ought to do it right um which i thought was which i thought was really funny yes okay a couple things um 
when they first got to the scene, I think they were talking with Rachel and there were like pictures of Ben sitting around like the, like on the coffee table and side tables or whatever, which I found, Mm -hmm. which makes sense because it's Monica's nephew, but I've never seen like pictures of Ben in Ross's Mm. apartment. So I was like, that's odd. And there were more than one and it was just Ben. It wasn't like Ross and Ben or Monica and Ben. It was just him. Um, and then the wedding dress that Rachel is wearing is not the same dress that she wore in the pilot. Um, which I think some people oh. might have assumed that like this was just her old wedding dress, but it was not. I didn't even think that that's where she would have gotten a wedding dress from, but now that would have made the most sense. Yeah. Um, and then this is the last appearance of Joshua. Oh, so it really does just end. It is okay. done. It is donezo. All right. Uh, okay, tag. Uh, we kind of wrap up the Joey Chandler uh, storyline. Chandler is, well, it's sort of, yeah, it is with him. Chandler is sleeping with the sleep talker. And she sort of, like, starts off with, like, mumbles and, like, little words here and there. And all of a sudden, she is just, like, full out screaming right in his face. And then she's, like, mumbling again. And Joey comes in. He's, like, and through his mouth guard, he says, dude, I am trying to sleep. Yeah. Um, Which is, like, oh, the irony, because we started off this way. So it's a great, like, bookend to the episode. Yeah, for sure. Any other fun facts or figures? Nope. All right. What's your favorite scene? Ooh. Um, probably the... Wapa! <laughs> because I, I love that. Um, and I love that, like, Joey and Chandler were in, like, a, already in, like, a dispute with each other. And so they just had, like, a petty little fight <laughs> about whether it's Wapa or which. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I think my favorite is right near the end there when, like, she has to tell Ross that she's not with him anymore. And Ross is actually really, like, in a good way, empathetic or, like, sympathetic about it. How she, like, curls up with her friends because she's sad and then cut to a scene where they're all three wearing wedding dresses and drinking beers. Like I just, I love, I love that wedding dress element. Um, so yeah. Um, okay. Episode rating. Um, I'm going to say we were on a break. It just seems fitting because it's all about Ross and Rachel. Um, but yeah, I think I mean, it's a good episode to watch in the span of, like, the series. Because if you're following along for, like, the overall storyline, it's -hmm. important to know, like, they set their date, Joshua and Rachel broke up, all of that. But Mm -hmm. um, I think we've mentioned a number of times that neither one of us are huge fans of Ross and Rachel or that Mm storyline. So Mm -hmm. it's not, like, one of my favorite episodes that I'm going to watch again. Yeah. So that's where I'm going to leave it. (sighs) Noise. I think this episode rating for me uh, trying to think of all the elements sleep Emily wedding 
wedding dress. I'm going to give it a, oh my God. Um, I just didn't really love it that much. I think it's a lot of like filler before they're trying to get to their like season finale. Yeah. Um, it's like Joey and Chandler, like this literally is not an issue anywhere else. And like, even at the beginning of the episode, they're like, because Joey just started snoring. So it like came out of nowhere. It's not like it's even been a recurring issue. And then with Monica is like Monica in the dress element is honestly like the funniest part. And then the whole like Rachel Ross drama, like, so yeah. So it's going to be pretty low for me. Nice. Um, okay. That leads us right into our post show wrap up with trivia time. All right. Which friend heard Ben talk first? Rachel. It was Rachel, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Look at us. All right. One, one for two so far. Yes. Which friend once got their head stuck in a raw turkey? Oh, Joey. Yes. Nice. Look at us. Look at us. Um. All right. Social media spotlight. I have got a couple for you guys. Um, first, Mahir has reached out and just said, thank you guys. He just completed episode one-on-one, which is where we featured his audio. He just said, apologize for the background noise. Um, he said, thank you so much again and best of luck for the future episodes, which we appreciate. Um, then we've got, let me see here. Then we got Kimberly Anderson. She said, listening to episode 101 today, I'm with Llewellyn. The ace card is low for me. Yes. (laughs) Bring it. Come on. Ah. Um, She also sent us a Instagram. Is Is this your story? It is a story. She tagged us in one of her stories and said, first thing I look for to watch is Friends or The Office, which honestly couldn't be more perfect to me. So she also featured proudly some Chick-fil-A, which I also don't have a problem with. Um, Fun fact, Kimberly, Llewellyn and I signed up for the, um, what was it called? Chick-fil-A 100? Yeah. In our hometown, when it got its very first Chick-fil-A store, um, look it up if you have a Chick-fil-A coming near you, where you live might qualify for you to be a first 100 person. You get free Chick-fil-A for a year. You have to stay on premise at a Chick-fil-A for 24 hours. They feed you three meals a day, all the sweet tea in the whole world you could ever want, which was amazing. Um, it was literally perfect. It was perfection. We were so tired the next day and it was freezing and the ground was horrible because I had like a hiking tent. Um, so that Chick-fil-A just brings us back to good memories. So thank you, Kimberly. Really appreciate your feedback and we appreciate you as a friend. So, uh, speaking of friend, Llewellyn, what would you recommend to them? (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, I don't have anything written there as you can tell. Uh, yeah, I was hoping you maybe would have come up with one. <laughs> yeah, solid question. Um, why don't you give me yours and then I, or do you not have one either? <laughs> I also don't have one. Okay. Didn't we have one that a friend had given us? 
Yeah. Okay. How about we do this? Um, last week, we had featured our new friend, Barry, who reached out to me after, right after. You'll never. Oh, Llewellyn, this is hilarious. Um, they literally reached out right after we got done recording that episode to say, hey, when you read it, because I had asked permission, can you just say my name is Grace? And I was like, oh my gosh, we just recorded it, but I will follow up. So the Barry from last week on Instagram, their name is Grace. So Grace, when she originally reached out to us, did say that they had a recommend to a friend. So they said, I have a Fire TV and I recently found out that you can also connect AirPods to that as well. It's been super great. And I would think that it's an option for anyone with a smart TV for anyone that has headphones and earbuds that are able to connect to Bluetooth. For me, I go to controllers and Bluetooth devices, then other Bluetooth devices, and then whatever device you have should show up there. And again, I have a Fire TV. Um, I'm sure, Grace, that that's going to be super helpful for our friends. So Llewellyn and I thank you for sharing that recommend to a friend. And I'm glad that you followed up with us to help us correct your name on our podcast so um do we want to just act like that is our both of our recommends to a friend yeah let's do it let's 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 do that okay well um also if you haven't seen moon knight or dr strange go see it (laughs) yeah because you're amazing um i feel like i should have one but that was ours okay uh next week we're gonna cover the one with an invite no the one with the invitation which is a little bit different of an episode so you guys will see how that pans out next week yeah so we'll catch you guys then on the one of the friends podcast <laughs>